Hey there. If you're yearning for more order, joy, and precious moments of peace, and you want to be fully present with your little ones, I've got something special just for you. It's a free time audit tool that can be your first step towards reclaiming your time and finding that balance. Doing a time audit is key to unlocking a life filled with precious moments to be cherished. By using this tool, you will be able to reclaim control. You will gain a sense of control over your daily routines, allowing you to focus on what truly matters, like spending quality time with your children. You will rediscover joy. The time audit tool will help you identify time-wasting habits and replace them with activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. You'll also unearth peace. By managing your time more efficiently, you will experience a newfound sense of peace, reducing stress and chaos in your daily lives. You will also be more present with the ability to allocate your time mindfully. You'll be more fully present with your children, creating lasting memories during this precious phase of your kids' lives. In short, this time audit is the first step towards a life where you are in control, filled with joy, and able to savor the fleeting moments with your little ones. Don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your daily life into one that's truly meaningful and fulfilling. Grab your free time audit now and make the change you've been yearning for. Simply click on the link to the show notes where you are listening to this podcast or head over to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com to access your free time audit today. Hey friend, my name is Tanya Valentine and I'm a mom of three registered nurse turned certified life coach and entrepreneur. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the Momentum Podcast, a weekly podcast where we bypass the small talk and get right into the real struggles moms face every day. From bedtime battles to feeling like no matter what we do, it's never enough. Think of this as your mom support group in the form of a podcast. Each week, we introduce new ways of thinking and actionable tools you can implement to bring more ease, peace, and joy in your home. Go from treading water to finding your flow in motherhood. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Momentum Podcast, the show dedicated to inspiring, uplifting, and empowering women on their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Tanya Valentine. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm excited because I get to talk about something that has been on my heart for a while now. And I think you will all be able to relate with this. And my hope is that this episode not only changes the way you think, 
but that it also has the power to give you that little oomph, so to speak, that, you know, kick in the butt, that motivation you need to keep going, keep pursuing whatever it is that you are working towards, whether it be a weight loss goal, or maybe you want to be a more patient parent, or maybe you want to start your own business or start writing a blog, whatever it is, I hope that this episode will inspire you to not allow that temporary defeat to stop you, but instead find the opportunity that it presents you with, figure out what you can learn from it and forge ahead. So today's episode is called acceptance versus giving up. And I've been thinking about the difference between the two for some time now. And then recently, I had a conversation with a friend that sparked the creation of this episode. So I was talking to a friend of mine who has been single for a while, and she doesn't want to be. She's had this strong desire to meet the man she's going to spend the rest of her life with for a long time, and she is sick of being on her own. She looks around at many of her friends and sees that they are married with families, and she understandably wants the same for herself. And she's getting to an age where she feels like the clock is ticking for her. And often when we talk, this is what we talk about because this is a source of much suffering in her life. But she keeps going. She's on the dating apps on and off. She picks herself up. She goes to therapy. She connects with her friends. She travels. She stays active. Now, when we talk about her relationship status, I try to remain in the friend zone, meaning I take my coaching hat off because there's a difference in the approach of being a friend versus being a coach. You know, friends commiserate with you. Friends are, for the most part, one-sided, meaning if you broke up with your boyfriend, your friend is typically going to be like, he's such a jerk. You can do better than that. Whereas your coach is going to remain completely neutral. Your coach is going to be completely honest with you in a very loving way. She will point out that which you cannot see. It's like telling you that you have spinach stuck in your teeth, just pointing out what it is that is actually causing your suffering and what part you possibly have in it which then empowers you to make the change, right? So anyway, this time I was talking to my friend and she said something that I was like, okay, it's time to put the coaching hat on and I cannot let this one go. She said, I just need to accept that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I said to her, whoa, wait a minute. How does that make you feel when you say that? And then I repeated back to her what she said. I just need to accept that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And she responded, good, because if I can actually accept that, then I can just move on with my life and I don't have to be in so, so much pain. But I could tell in the tone of her voice that it did not make her feel good. 
And she was starting to cry and I could just feel the hurt and discouragement, the frustration and the sadness on the other end of the line. She went on to say that she has been on these dating apps for almost 20 years. And out of the 20 years, she has only been in two relationships. And I said to her, okay, well, how many relationships would you be in if you hadn't gone on the dating apps? Zero, right? She said, well, dating shouldn't be this hard. Now, teachable moment, friend. Whenever you catch yourself saying should or shouldn't, you are arguing with reality. You are resisting what is, and the end result of that is suffering. So try and catch yourself whenever you say those words, should or shouldn't. Moving on. I said to her, why shouldn't it be hard? Said who? From anyone I've ever talked to who is out there in the dating world, for the most part, it it does sound like it's hard. And you are right now saying that it is hard. So then that's what's true for you. So don't argue with the reality. It's hard. Now what? She said, yeah, but then I feel like that's really negative to think that way. But I said, no, it's just accepting the reality of what's true for you. And then the mind shift comes when you say, yes, dating is hard. And you add that and, and I can do hard things. Anything worth doing is going to be hard. Most things that are great in this world are hard. Going to the gym, hard. Being on a diet, hard. Having a baby, hard. Raising kids, hard. Building a business, hard. Trying to find a mate, hard. So stop lying to yourself saying that it shouldn't be this hard. Yes, it is. But if you keep going and don't give up, inevitably, you will make it to the finish line. And what I want to say is, that the end result might not look exactly how you envisioned it. And that's that letting go and acceptance that I'm talking about. Letting go of the plan that you had for your life and embracing what is. But it doesn't mean you ever stop working to achieve the goal. It's more about the person you are becoming on your way to the goal than the achievement of the goal. Now, I read a devotional every day, and my mom got me into this, actually. Years ago, my mom started buying me an annual subscription to, it's called Daily Word, and they're quick little one-page devotionals that I read each day, and each day has a theme like, for instance, peace or freedom or let go and let God. Anyway, I love reading these at the start of my day. It's just a great way to start my day and set an intention for the day. And it's amazing how many times these devotionals align with what is going on in my life at the time. It's like God is speaking to me. Anyways, I read this one today and I thought it would be perfect for the theme of today's episode. And this is how it goes. So the theme is surrender, and it reads, 
spiritual surrender keeps me in the flow of life. Resisting the events of my life is like swimming against a strong current. No matter how much I try, I cannot overtake the force of the water. But when I swim with the current, I am born effortlessly upon it. Spiritual surrender works much the same way. When I resist the circumstances of my life, when I fight against what is happening, I am swimming upstream. But when I accept what is happening, I am surrendering to the flow of life. I may still work toward changing undesirable situations, but I do so from a place of acceptance, not resistance. No longer fighting, I give myself over to the power of God. I need not rely solely on my power, will, and effort. I surrender to God within me and ride life's currents with ease. I love the theme there. Surrender to what is, but also it doesn't mean give up. You can still keep working towards what it is that you desire. Now, I looked up the definition of acceptance, and this is what I found. It's the willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation. And I love that definition. It's the willingness to tolerate. It makes me think of when my kids, when one of my kids is having a temper tantrum because I won't let them like have candy for breakfast. How much am I willing to tolerate that unpleasant situation? Do I like listening to them screaming and crying? No, but I'm willing to tolerate it enough because I'm not going to give in and let them have candy for breakfast because I care about them and their health too much to do that. Would it be easier to just give up and give them what they want? Give them the candy so I don't have to listen to them scream and cry? Yes, of course. But that would be me giving up versus just accepting what is. This is what I've got right now. Of course they want candy. Candy tastes good. And they don't understand the negative impacts it will have on their health. But I do. And my job as their mom is to keep them safe. And part of that is looking out for their health and teaching them healthy habits. And of course, they're going to have a temper, temper tantrum. This is part of their development. And do I like it when I can't get what I want? No. And in fact, sometimes I too throw a temper tantrum in my own way. It sucks not getting what you want, but I know that if I just ride it out, this is going to pass. They're not going to tantrum forever. Eventually, they're going to get over it. So then I looked up, what does it mean to give up? And this is the answer I got. To cease making an effort to resign oneself to failure and to allow oneself to be taken over by an emotion or addiction. And with that, I want to talk about the danger of quitting. So many people give up at the first sign of failure. But the truth is, it's the sum of our failures that equal our results, that equal success. And failure and defeat are temporary. 
don't quit when the going gets tough. If you can stick with it just past the point of discomfort, past the point when you want to quit, after you have had so many failures, you just can't see how you could survive taking another L, success is usually just right around the corner. Let me tell you a story from the book, Think and Grow Rich, that demonstrates this concept, I think, perfectly. In this book, Napoleon Hill tells the story of a man who quit too soon. He wrote, one of the most common causes of failure is quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. He tells the story of R.U. Darby, who later became one of the most successful insurance salesmen in the country, due in part because of what he learned from this temporary failure. R.U. Darby shared with Napoleon the story of his uncle, who was caught by the gold fever in the gold rush days. He traveled west to dig and grow rich. After weeks of labor, he struck gold. He traveled back home to Maryland to tell his family and friends of his discovery, and they got together money for the needed machinery to mine the gold, and they had it shipped. For a while, they did well, and they mined enough gold to nearly clear their debts. But eventually, they lost the vein of gold. They kept drilling, but there was no more gold. They ended up giving up, and they sold their machinery to a junk man for a few hundred dollars. Now, this junk man called in a mining engineer to look at the mine and do some calculating. The engineer said that the project had failed because the owners were not familiar with fault lines. His calculation showed that the vein would be found just three feet from where the Darbies had stopped drilling. The junk man ended up taking millions of dollars from the mine because he knew enough to seek expert counsel before giving up. In conclusion, the tale of Darby's uncle serves as a powerful reminder that success often lies just beyond the point of apparent failure. The Darby family was merely three feet away from unimaginable wealth, but lack of expertise and persistence led them to relinquish their efforts prematurely. The junk man's triumph underscores the importance of seeking expert counsel and persevering through challenges. This narrative imparts a valuable lesson. In times of adversity, staying the course and seeking guidance can unveil success that is seemingly just out of reach. Another compelling story about accepting life's challenges while at the same time refusing to give up is the story of Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's journey exemplifies resilience in the face of adversity. Born with a birth defect and facing financial struggles, he refused to surrender to life's challenges. Despite setbacks, he pursued his passion for acting, enduring hardship, and even selling his beloved dog, Buckkiss, when he was down to his last $106. Inspired by an underdog in a boxing match, Stallone wrote the script for Rocky in just three days. Stallone had envisioned Rocky as his gateway to Hollywood, but most of the studios had no interest in his script and he got refusal after refusal. Finally, United Artists was willing to buy the story. 
However, the studios did not want Stallone to star in the movie. They wanted someone with a more Hollywood-like look. They even offered Stallone $360,000 for the rights to the screenplay. But he stood his ground and declined as he was insistent that he play the lead role, despite his poor financial situation. After much negotiation, the studio eventually gave in. And as you and I know today, his dream came true and he was able to play the starring role in the movie Rocky. The movie premiered in 1976, bringing in approximately $225 million worldwide. And today, Stallone has an estimated net worth of over $400 million. The story concludes on a heartwarming note as Stallone successfully reunited with his beloved dog, Buckus, purchasing him back for three grand. And fun fact, Buckus also shared the spotlight alongside Stallone in the movie Rocky. Now, another story is that of J.K. Rowling. You know J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series. Now, J.K. Rowling faced a series of setbacks before achieving success with the Harry Potter series. She experienced personal challenges, including the loss of her mother, divorce, and financial difficulties as a single parent. When she submitted her manuscript for Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone to publishers, it encountered numerous rejections. Reports suggest that Rowling received around 12 rejections from various publishers before Bloomsbury finally accepted the book. This persistence through adversity ultimately led to the extraordinary success that followed, making her a literary phenomenon. Thank you so much for joining me on this insightful journey through acceptance versus giving up. I hope you found inspiration and encouragement to persevere through life's challenges. Remember, embracing acceptance doesn't mean giving up. It's about surrendering to the flow of life while still actively pursuing your goals. Before we wrap up, I invite you to support the Momentum Podcast by taking a moment to rate and review the show. Your feedback is invaluable and it helps us reach more incredible moms like you. Also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Tanya Valentine Coaching to stay updated on future episodes and engage in empowering conversations. As we close this episode, remember the stories of resilience we explored today. Sylvester Stallone's determination in creating Rocky and J.K. Rowling's journey from rejections to literary success. Let these stories be a reminder that success often awaits just beyond the point where most people would give up. Thank you so much for being a part of the Momentum community. Until next time, keep embracing life's challenges with courage and never underestimate the strength that lies within you. Life coaching is all about empowering yourself, leveling up, and taking decisive action. It's about learning how to live a more conscious, intentional life, one with passion and purpose, being reminded that you are in the driver's seat of this thing called life. Yes, there are things that will happen that are out of your control, but allow me to remind you of the things that are in your control so you can find your way to peace through any storm. Have you ever felt that inner nudge, that restless feeling deep within, like there's more for you out there? I want you to know that it's your soul speaking to you, and I'm here to help you tune in and listen. I believe those whispers are your dreams yearning to come to life. 
Let's work together to uncover that inner voice, decipher its message, and turn your dreams into reality. Ready to take that first step? Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Your dreams are waiting, and I'm here to help you bring them to fruition. Click the link below or simply head to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com and click work with me to sign up for your free 30-minute mini session today.